At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two, primetime action here on a Thursday. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds on the desk with us here. We are about, uh, I think, 15 minutes, something like that, away from getting going in New York. Rangers, again, slight underdogs, but we have seen them start to take a little bit of money. About 115 when we came on air, down to 105 at the majority of the books out there right now. 125 to 130 on Tampa Bay, though it looks like most of the 130s are gone, down to 125 for them if you want to go there. Kelly, how about a, a full-on update? And also, uh, thank you, Garrett Cole. Yeah, you're yeah. looking good right there. We'll start with your game, Yankees and Twins. That is to 3-1 in the bottom of the first. Look at good Matt Brown. Back-to-back-to-back uh, to back to back jacks <laughs> for the Twins. Arias, st- Buxton, and Correa. To start this one out. That'll work. Yes. Live numbers off the board for that one. There's been the the book is just shell shocked by uh, how, yes. what's going on right now. The uh, Marlins up on the Nationals three to nothing. Uh, that game is in the top of the fifth. Live numbers currently off the board there as well. A's with a two to nothing lead over the Guardians. Bottom of the third inning. A's minus two hundred live. Guardians plus one sixty seven and a half. Your live total. The Braves have a one to nothing lead over the Pirates. Top of the third. Braves minus four twenty live. Pirates plus two ninety seven and a half. Your live total. And yeah, just hit those numbers in the NHL game one more time. Uh, puck drop here in about fifteen minutes. At DraftKings right now, Lightning minus 125, Rangers plus 105. We see the same numbers here on the money line at the South Point. Total set at 5.5, under juice to minus 140 over at DraftKings. Strasburg, by the way, is still in the game for the Nationals here in the uh, top of the fifth, so he's gone four innings, settled in a little bit, gave up those three runs in the first, but as we were talking about with Paul Sporer, he's going to have to figure out Mm kind of how to pitch a different way and maybe be the ultimate Greg Maddox pitcher, location, 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 because the fastball velocity, obviously, Danny's been hitting about 90 to 92 in that range tonight. He uh, did destroy the, uh, the strikeout prop, though, for him. He uh, has five already. It was set at three and a half. I didn't think, I'll, I bet a lot of people didn't think he was going to make it four innings in this one, but uh, p- kept that pitch count down despite the fact he was mm-hmm. giving up those runs. He's only thrown mm-hmm. 61 pitches here. Maybe might be the end of the road for him, but uh, he does get there if you bet. In terms his... of being a power pitcher, absolutely. Yep. But, uh, you know, like Paul Spore of Fangraphs was saying here at the last hour, 
he's a crafty guy. He has a lot of different ways to get you out. So I would lean more toward him kind of figuring it out and maybe trying to get guys with more off-speed and more creative stuff. We do have two more first pitches coming tonight. We've got the Orioles and the Royals coming uh, to you in about 10 minutes. That's Jordan Lyles versus Chris Bubich. That is minus 115 in favor of the Royals, uh, minus 105 for the Orioles, a total of nine. Uh, we did have Paul Spore on a little bit earlier who said he was on the over three and a half strikeouts for Bubich there for the Royals. I think you have one in this one as yeah, well. Yeah, I also played the Royals at minus 105 mm. with uh, Bubich. Uh, the numbers aren't very pretty, but like Paul taking that strikeout prop, uh, Orioles strike out against lefties, I believe, about 26% of the time. They have not been very good against lefties all year. That's why I'm on KC at home tonight. The late first pitch of the evening is the Red Sox and the Angels. Nick Pavetta for the Red Sox. Shohei Otani for the Angels. Minus 125 right now on the Angels. Plus 105 on the Red Sox and Pavetta. Uh, 7.5 is the total there. The real big one here in this one is just the fact that both teams are going to be be without some some key members in the starting lineup there. No Mike Trout for the Angels tonight. Of course, Taylor Ward was already on the IL for them, so both of those guys out. So their lineup looks like Ligaris, Otani, Stasi, Walsh, Adele, Thomas, Mayfield, Wade, and Velasquez. So, again, not like the lineup that you typically see there for the Angels. On the Boston side of things, they're without Xander Bogarts and Trevor Story tonight. So their starting lineup – Arroyo, Devers, Martinez, Verdugo, Vasquez, Cordero, Bradley, Dahlback, and then, I don't even know, A-R-A-U-Z. Arouse? Yeah. Arouse? I'll go with it. Arouse. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, He is actually going to start at shortstop tonight because Xander Bogart's, again, not in that lineup for Boston Paul on the Angels in this one. And he said, you know what, Wes, I do love sometimes when people just say, Mm -hmm. you know what? This is a gut-feeling bet. This is nothing more than this. I work for Fangraphs. I have access to every single advanced statistic on the face of the planet, and this is nothing more than a team just cannot lose every single night that they walk out on the field. Yeah, and 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 you mentioned Adele being in the lineup for the Angels. I'm glad to see she found work instead of doing her residency <laughs> here at Park MGM, which never materialized. <laughs> and you're on you're on a you're on a uh, the Shohei strikeout prop. Yeah, over six one. and yeah. a half. I I just got to think Phil Nevin. Look, he is bleeding for a win right now. It has not gone well since they let go of Joe Madden earlier this week. So he's doing anything. So if that means Shohei show has got to be out there six or seven innings, then so be it. Yeah, it is a it's a it's very interesting though when you when you do look at this because I you know the advanced stats here on Pavetta and Otani kind of lead lead you to believe that maybe there is a chance for runs in this one, even though it's sitting at seven and a half. But then you get those big bats out of the lineup, and it starts to make you question even what you see in the advanced in, in the advanced statistics. So while I did want to lean towards an over tonight, just based off of kind of what we've seen recently from both of these guys, I think without those hitters, I mean, specifically on the Boston side of the side of things, when you're missing two guys right, you know, mm-hmm. in the heart of the lineup, and then also on the Angels side of things where you're, you don't have Trout, the best hitter in baseball, it's going to keep me off of it. But seven and a half, it would not surprise me, I'll put it that way, if this thing reached eight before it was all said and done. Yeah, you, you would expect so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that kind of always happens when you get a couple guys mm-hmm. out of the lineup. It's like, okay, under, under, under. And then they step up and get the run. So that would not shock me in the slightest. Yeah, Nick Pavetta with a 492 XFIP on the season, just a 23% K rate and an 8.5% walk rate. So whenever you start to look at things like that, mm-hmm. those are the type of guys that can they can put up, uh, that other teams can put up runs and bunches against. That being said, I am not going to do it just yet. Did I'm you did you guys it. mention earlier when you were talking about the Dodgers-White Sox game that the uh, the – the White Sox intentionally walked Trey Turner on a one-two count, apparently. Yes, uh, and uh, Tony, that that got a lot of feedback, by the way, on the Twitter machine today, and that's what I was mentioning: uh, people losing their patience with Tony Larusa. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Larusa. And then the other thing about that too, with with Larusa, and not to get too sports talk radio here, is. 
He just goes out and then gives the worst interviews ever at the yes. end of the games as well, which is kind of like you're already a fan and you're mad at him mm-hmm. and you're aggravated with mm-hmm. what's going on. And then he goes to the microphone and gives just the worst interview right. at the end of the game. You're yeah. like, maybe he's got a good explanation for yeah. this. And then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, no. And then no. it's and then it's just like nothing you want to hear that yeah, comes out yeah. of his mouth. He, and he absolutely doubled down and defended it, you know. So that's what you get. And I, I think uh, last year the White Sox obviously overachieved and, and, and were very good and all that young talent came together. So then it's like, see you guys that are pro analytics, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, now uh, their their uh, disbeliefs, I guess, or cynicism of Tony Larusa is bearing fruit this season. Didn't get to the news and notes here at the top of the show. So as we talked about, Steph Curry does look. Well, actually, he he said he's going to play. So unless something changes drastically, he's going to play uh, tomorrow night. So he said he felt he felt the same sort of injury earlier on in the season. He knew that this was not near as bad, so it leads me to believe that I, I would. I mean, you know, sub five percent chance he doesn't play. I would maybe even sub one right. percent chance he doesn't play. Yeah, he he's got to go at this standpoint yeah. because uh, no tomorrow really for the Warriors who are struggling to find offense as we mm-hmm. mentioned anyway. Even when the top three gets seventy four points, they still lose by sixteen in game three. I think the the some of the big news for us that comes out as as we are big golf fans and big golf betters around here is that the PGA Tour did go ahead and fire back. And this was the one this is what we were wondering, were they going to do anything and they wasted no time in saying that they have suspended 17 members who are competing in the Live Golf International Series event that they announced in this and they said, you know, some of these guys have already said that they had resigned, but some of the others had not. Anyway, they went ahead and erased all doubt in suspending those 17 players. Wes, this was not a shock to me in the least bit. Now, will there be legal challenges? Will this hold up? Mm -hmm. What are these players going to – how are they going to deal with it? That's to be determined. But the fact that the PGA Tour – that there were some people who were thinking they were just going to sit back and let this happen without any sort of repercussions to these guys, like, you know – what you can't have at this point, and the reason why people don't are saying like, why? I don't get it. Why can't you just let them go and do whatever? Because what they're going to do is they're going to these guys are going to skip all of these uh, all of these tournaments that don't pay as big yes. or they don't whatever, and that hurts the tour overall. Yeah. And so you start having these super weak fields and these super weak tournaments. Then sponsors don't want to sponsor the tournaments because the fields are so incredibly weak, and it's just it's a trickle down effect, and, a snowball type thing. And it's already hard in the fall yeah. series anyway because you're obviously engulfed by the NFL, mm. and we know a lot of the fall series events. Most of them are corn fairy guys that just got their cards or kept their cards. They want to get a head start on the FedEx Cup points so they don't have to go through the Corn Ferry Tour, the Corn Ferry Finals again. But, you know, the PGA Tour is going to try to protect its business here. And look, we're getting to this point after the U.S. Open as well where you get fields like the 3M Open and the Rocket Mortgage Classic where all of a sudden guys maybe want to go overseas and actually play some DP World Tour events. Let's keep Mm -hmm. in mind those fields have been pretty weak to start the season with the exception of the Middle East Swing in January. So I'm not surprised that they went ahead and struck back. And obviously there are going to be legal ramifications going forward here. Uh, Most of those players I think Kevin Na was the first on Saturday to resign the membership, but interestingly enough, no asterisk by Phil Mickelson as of just yet. Graham McDowell is the surprising one because he's on like the advisory board, mm, so yeah. he like has some say in policy on the PGA Tour, and yet he is resigning. But look, they're going to protect their business, and then of course we've had the rumors this week, Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Reed to expect them at Pumpkin Ridge in Portland, the rumors, Ricky Fowler, a few other names bandied about, but I do think that there are going to be more players that are going to be defectors here over the next few weeks. We've got some more news and notes we'll talk about a little later in the show as Jose Ramirez goes yard for the Guardians again. Bad team. If he was on a good team, he would be right there for MVP talk. Uh, We'll talk NL MVP instead of AL MVP. Look at some Cy Young odds as well. Primetime action coming back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The MLB season's in full swing, and you can play ball with the Peacock MLB Sunday leadoff challenge. Just draft your players and compete for free for up to $10,000 in prizes. Visit DraftKings.com slash Peacock for more info. Don't just watch your shows. Peacock them. Turn uh, Terms and conditions do apply. Other eligibility restrictions do apply as well. See DraftKings.com. For details, Kelly, we are going to get to these MVP and Cy Young odds, but you said we just got a we just got a news dump here that may or may not have been prodded also by the PGA Tour. Like, I bet you know they probably got a pretty good relationship with some of these media sites and said, yeah. "Hey, you want to refresh everyone's memory of uh, you know these just the games? media case studies yeah. have been so funny today, uh, and we'll get that up I think later in the show." Uh, Alan Shipnick, who just offered that uh, book on Phil Mickelson. Went over on his own dime to go ahead and cover this live event at Centurion Club over in London. And he had a picture on his Twitter, talked about how he got removed from the press conference. And there you see it on the screen. That is Alan Shipnuck in the beard there. And you could see, if you look real close right behind him, that is Greg Norman with one of the more sinister-looking looks that you will find. So uh, Shipnuck, obviously, not very pro-live golf tour. He was on with Brady Cannon and I, actually, on long shots, you know, and basically referred to it as blood money and blood merchants and use those phrases on our air so you know where he is coming from and uh, that was a nice little uh, media kerfuffle that we saw today as uh, he was removed from the press conference. Yeah, it was uh, back to back to what you were talking about though, Matt. It was a uh, golf digest I guess you could catch up there <laughs> with uh, with story after story about uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed's uh, uh, run-ins with PGA Tour officials and how many headaches they caused them. So I don't really know that they're going to be uh, missing them, these two guys all that much as far as what they're dealing with. In, in fact, one quote from here uh, from the Golf Digest article, one tour official described Reed's inner circle as the single most difficult group they've ever had to deal with on the PGA Tour. I mean, the, it, listen, and also a guy that nobody – really likes on yeah, tour as yeah, it is anyway. If he's not eligible, by the way, because one of the uh, byproducts mm-hmm. of the suspensions that we just talked about at the end of the last segment 
is that you cannot play the President's Cup. The uh, the Ryder Cup, I believe, is governed by the PGA of America, at least on the American mm-hmm. side. On the European side, it's the DP World Tour. But the President's Cup is actually sanctioned and governed by the PGA Tour. So obviously that suspension holds fruit. And look, uh, Patrick Reed, uh, not exactly uh, a team room guy, you would say, for the <laughs> President's Cup or the Ryder Cup, at least based on the recent history, even though he's been very successful in some individual matches. But I don't think that they will necessarily miss him on that core of that team, the uh, Justin Thomases of the world and the Xander Shoffleys and the Patrick Cantleys. I don't think they'll miss Patrick he's, Reed. He's never part of those photos we see of all of them hanging out. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah having yeah. drinks and all yeah, that. Like, he's like, not exactly. He's never in those photos. He's not arm around Jordan yeah. Spieth. Yeah, or, no. Remember how good they were as a team, though, in yeah. that first Ryder Cup that they lost? Uh, I don't remember if it was Glenn Eagles or where it was, but they were like the only bright spot, Reed and Spieth. And then all of a sudden, they split apart and, and they got sideways with each other. So, yeah, he's not exactly, uh, you know, the best of a team guy, shall we say. We should say they are underway here in game five. Uh, no score, two minutes in. Did you make a bet? I did. Rangers? Yeah. Right, what, what number did you get? LGR. LGR. I, I, I did. 12? LGR. No, so uh, because I wanted, I wanted a super fun one, guys. Oh, boy. I bet them to win in regulation. Oh, and I got plus 169. That is some confidence, Ooh, okay. yes. So, no, this thing can't go to overtime. I got to have them win in regulation. I like I like that bet for Matt because it's two things. Let me, let me, let me welcome you into Matt Brown's bite. It's I'm getting a bit more plus money. Plus, I know I'm not watching overtime if it hits the I have to watch anyways. less of the game. <laughs> yeah, you got to mm-hmm. watch less of the game. Yes. Yeah. So, like we could move on to something else. Yeah, so this is all. Everything's working. Yeah, everything's working out. Great in this one so far with all this. All right, so let's take a look here at some of these uh, Cy Young and MVP odds. What are we going to go with first? We'll go with Cy Young first? All right, so we'll pop up some Cy Young odds as we see right now. These coming, I assume, earlier today. Corbin Burns loses today, though it wasn't uh, it wasn't a horrible performance by him, but he does lose today. He goes four and a third. Um it was a pitch count thing for him here. Four and a third. He only gave up three hits, but he walked four. So he was he was wild. He did strike out eight, which is why his pitch count through four and a third got up to 113 pitches mm-hmm. in this thing. Um, so he does take the loss, which actually drops him to three and four on the season. I know we've gotten past this whole win-loss thing, yeah. but I don't know for sure if you're multiple games under 500, if, they, if people can, can get past that. Yeah, I, I don't think you really can uh, necessarily. And look, uh, by the way, the top of the market has absolutely shifted because, look, we no longer have Walker Bueller right mm-hmm. there at the top. He's drifted up to 15-1, to kind of had some mediocre outings, especially at home at Chavez Ravine mm-hmm. and Dodger Stadium. Uh, Scherzer and Kershaw injuries probably going to take them out of consideration of the wor- of the for the award, but... You know, I understand why Burns is the favorite if you kind of look at his peripherals, putting aside today's earlier start where Philadelphia bashed him around like they've been doing pretty much everybody they've mm-hmm. played over the last week. But the one that I kind of stood out to me, and Alcantara for the Marlins is the one that's going to get more of the ink, but a guy that I know I bet almost every time out, especially when he's like an underdog because that Marlins team is not a very good hitting team, but Pablo Lopez at around 11-1. to I've seen some 12-1 to out there. You look, he's only 4 and. That's nothing to write home about, but 218 ERA, fourth best in the National League. The ground ball rate is really good. I think top 10 in all of baseball. The strikeouts per nine innings, a little bit over nine. That's a solid number. The hard hit percentage goes down. And he does pitch, especially if he gets more starts at home. He pitches in a pretty spacious spark that uh, I think is really better for pitchers than it is for hitters. So Pablo Lopez was a guy that stood out to me. I know a guy I liked earlier in the season and that Gil, I think, bet as well, was Carlos Rodon because— No, that was me. The, oh, that was you. Yeah. Okay. Well, because, look, he was, he was off that career year in yeah. Chicago. So it's like— okay, do we go against him because, okay, he's going to regress, it's a career year, but then he's going to even more of a pitcher's park out there in San Francisco. But he wasn't as dominant in May, obviously, no, as he was in April. yeah. I, I have an Alcantara ticket, so I'm I'm happy to see where he's at through 83 and two-thirds innings with a 161 ERA, a .94 whip, and then if you look at the 
the uh, advanced stat stuff. I mean, he's a little bit higher. There might be some regression coming in for him. 349 XFIP, a 352 Sierra. But his hard, his hard hit percentage is only 27.1%, which is a full two points lower than it was the season uh, last year as well when he had another really good, good year. So I'll take Alcantara. I mean, listen, he's not a huge strikeout guy. He's a like a 24% type strikeout guy, which, again, we see these guys that are – that when the the high K rates are getting up into the thirty percent, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff with some of these guys that are mm-hmm. super dominant, Alcantara's not that type of guy. But I mean, he's going deep into games. Went deep yesterday into and in, uh, again, and it's just limiting guys hitting him hard. He, they just they just can't for whatever reason. He's just throwing this change up all the time, keeping them off balance. And you know, I I do think that the the home run to fly ball rate is going to regress as well poorly for him. It's only at 6% right now. Right. So that's going to end up being closer to 10% at some point. So he is going to give up some more runs in this thing. But um, I, I'm, I'm glad to have a, I think it's a 25 or 26 to 1 or something ticket on him. So, you know. At 550, I'll, I'll, I'm glad to have that one in the bank. No, absolutely. And his ground ball rate is really mm-hmm. outstanding. I want Pablo Lopez to be a little bit mm-hmm. better in that regard, even though I think he's slowly improving. But uh, Alcantara, look, that Marlins staff, and we've talked about it the last couple of years, we were talking about it with Paul Spore earlier mm-hmm. in the program. If this Trevor Rogers is going to be the Trevor Rogers of 2021, then all of a sudden, you know, it's kind of like get good on one side of the ball. The Marlins mm-hmm. are not a very good hitting team, but they're a darn good pitching team, especially in that rotation. I said maybe if I got lucky, Joey Gallo won't strike out and get a hold of one. He did. <laughs> so it is now 3-3 three to three here in the uh, bottom of the second inning. I'm not quite to bad beat territory yet, but I'm, I'm approaching it. What's your number, eight and a half? Eight. Eight. You're you're a pretty bad beat territory. I'm I'm not quite to bad beat territory yet, but I am I'm I'm approaching. I mean, it. like so six I mean, runs it, already through an inning and, and a it's, half. It's three three, so you know it's got to go to seven at least. Yeah, yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're in bad beat territory. I'm 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 approaching it. I'm approaching it anyway. But uh, he did get a hold of one, so he hit a he hit a two run shot for the Yankees. So now three to three in this one as we are in the bottom. Of the second, looking here at the NL MVP, I mean, I got a Mookie Betts ticket at four and a half to one. It's now down to two ninety. I think that uh, now Gil does have a long, long ticket on Machado. I think he's got twenty to one on him or something like that uh, for MVP. Alonzo is going to take a big hit here. Because How long is he going to be out? Because yeah. they, uh, I mean, look, this is one of those things where that ball hit him so square in the hand, and I just wonder, I mean, if he has to miss 10, 12 games, yeah. is that going to be enough with the way that all these other guys are playing? I mean, look, Machado's on fire. Goldschmidt's on fire. Harper, as we mentioned today, continues. He is on yeah, fire. here comes Bryce. Yeah, so it just makes me wonder if that's going to be too much for him to overcome. Acuna has slipped all the way down to 15-1. to 1. I understand he's not hitting for power, but he's hitting for average, and he's getting on base. He's, he's still trying to steal bases. I don't know if that's not maybe the sneaky ticket to put in your account at 15 to 1 on one of the very best players in all of baseball. We're going to talk some UFC uh, when we come back with Nick Kalikas from over there at Circa. Primetime action coming back. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete for free cash all season long. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your chance at $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 or over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, drink responsibly. Did I just get a winner video in the second inning? Yes, you did. Oh, <laughs> that is the best. Byron Buxton. Three that is shot. the best. So two already for Buxton. We get the over eight in the second inning. See, you get the guy that's like Michael Jordan doing the dunk here, and I get the fat kid at the State Fair. Hey, what are you guys trying to tell me? You, you requested yeah, the kid. <laughs> that's who you asked but for. But I didn't know we had other options. We, uh, we got a I, I'd prefer to be the athletic guy that is like Dr. J jumping from the foul line. I mean, listen, we have multiple winter videos. Yeah, we've been stalking this up for two years, <laughs> so, man. So, listen, next time Wes wins, he, he could have a winner here tonight, Kelly. 
No longer do we get the little kid. We'll get him a new one. It's one of my favorites, though, too. That kid's got moves, man. <laughs> and and also, also Wes, we, we go with uh, Big Boned around here for big that bone. kid. Yes. I was <laughs> like, go for, what are you with, trying to tell me down there, Von Brinkle? What's go, going on we, here? We go with Big Boned. Uh, is a, It's a Big Boned child who is yes. dancing, yes, around. Husky. Yes. Oh, yes, Husky. The, there used to be the Husky section in, uh, like, Walmart and stuff or whatever. I think they... That got canceled. Can't have Husky section anymore. That's that's no good. All right, now joining us here, he is Circus Sports Risk Supervisor. You can see him on UFC Fight Pass. You can find him on the Twitter machine over at Fight Odds. He is Nick Kalikas. Nick, thanks for joining us, buddy. Man, what's going on? Oh, nothing much. Sitting here, uh, just uh, I, listen. When you cash an over ticket in baseball in the second inning, that is one of the better feelings there is in, in betting. Oh, man, I was listening. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. It's always nice not to sweat one, right? It is. Congrats on that. It is, absolutely. All right, Nick, so let's start things off. I like to start on the undercard here for UFC 275. And is there anything on this early, early, like the the super early prelims that you only find over on Fight Pass that really kind of jumps off the page to you as one of the fights, not only that you you like from a betting standpoint, but maybe just something that someone should, should be watching if they're a fan of the sport? Well, I think the prelim headliner with Brendan Allen versus mm-hmm. Jacob Malkoon, that's going to be a doozy. We're seeing a lot of sharp action come in and hit Brendan Allen. They hit him at minus 235, driving the price up to right now market wide around minus 300 or so. So that seems to be a very popular fight at the betting window. And stylistically speaking, Allen should be in a very good spot. So I can understand the action in that. And again, that's probably going to be the headliner in the prelims. Nick, uh, looking uh, a little bit uh, further and also on the prelims, uh, Jake Matthews, who I'm used to seeing on the Australian guards, is going to be fighting at the Singapore card against Andre Filajo. Seeing a little bit, at least on the early glance, of movement toward Jake Matthews. Uh, Can this guy go ahead and finally win outside of Australia? (laughs) <laughs> I think he can. This is a good matchup for him. There's a lot of recency bias on his, the favorite Filiajo in, in this spot right now. Um, of course, he's a devastating striker. He's got that knockout power, and rightfully so. I mean, he's been fantastic so far in the UFC. But if Matthews can weather that early storm, I think he does have that ground advantage. He could probably start getting the takedowns and win this fight on the ground. So it's probably a dogger pass situation, and the sportsbook are receiving some sharp action on that side. But after the price dropped at Circa, we did get that some sharps bet the uh, favorite as well. So we have two-way sharp action here for sure. So when we take a look to the to the main card here, and the one that's fairly interesting to me, and I want to see what you think as far as, as, as the line goes here, we know that Joanna Yanjacek, her name is going to be much more familiar with the casual sports betting fan in this fight. And so when you look, and they're going to look and see, oh, I recognize this name, plus 150. I'm going to certainly bet in, in this direction. Nick, you and I have, have been around this long enough to know that familiarity and sometimes people like not even caring about the, the other fighter as long as they like the other fighter and want to bet on that fighter. Do you expect this to, to, to shrink as we get closer to fight time here? I do, because she is going to be a public dog, like you're saying. I mean, she's the more recognizable name for sure. I mean, she's a star in the UFC. She's making a ton of money, despite her little layoff here. A lot of people think it's going to do her some good. She's just such an attractive underdog bet. I agree with you. Zhang isn't going to get the respect she rightfully deserves. Look, I was all over Joanna in the first fight. I mean, the dog money was there. The value was there. We were still right. All the dog betters, I think we were on the right side. Unfortunately, the decision was super close. I'm not saying Zhang didn't deserve to win that fight, because I really think she did, and I had money on Joanna, but it was the value that we had on that fight at that time. Now I think she's kind of proven to me that she belongs in that upper tier, and I think Zhang's probably getting a little bit disrespect. So the money will continue to come in on the underdog Joanna here in this spot, and I would consider this a fight day bet if the line drops all the way down to like minus 140, minus 150, which I think it might. Nick, uh, one more on this fight, because uh, obviously Jean, uh, t- her last two losses to Thug Rose, Rose um, Nama Yunus in the strawweight championship fights, but that first fight down in Jacksonville about a year ago in April, it seems like she kind of mentally broke because she was not prepared for the crowd reaction, and I thought that that played into the fight, and she looked lost out there. Rose finished her off pretty quickly, and then the second fight in New York City back in November, split decision seemed like, you know, she was a lot more focused and a lot more ready for that. Do you think that that fight in Jacksonville was kind of like an aberration or do you think that that carries over mentally for somebody like John here in this spot? 
I, I think it'll do her some good, believe it or not. I mean, being able to kind of face all aspects mentally and I think go get over those humps. I mean, she seems to be in a good spot right now from what we're hearing. She was training in Thailand, so she was kind of in the region in the area. She, so she shouldn't really have that much of a drop off as far as um, anxiety, as, as far as climate change and all that stuff, too. So I think she's in a very good spot mentally and physically in this situation here. Nick, the co-main, we have Shevchenko, Shevchenko versus Santos. And, of course, just this massive, massive line right here. I imagine every bet that you guys get for Shevchenko is going to be tied into some sort of parlay here with this thing. I mean, look, when your only two losses in the last decade are to man Nunez, there's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. And that's all. That's what we're looking right. at here with Shevchenko. Um, how do you look at fights like this to go about betting them? And what do, advice do you give to people to, to, to betting fights like this? Because, again, there's just not a a lot of people out there whose bankrolls can really afford you know laying six dollars on a fight especially in this spot here man because i tell you what santos is a very dangerous and game opponent so i would not necessarily be jumping at the gun to bet shevchenko here at this six to one seven to one you got to lay that kind of chalk i would stay away from it it's a dogger pass situation to be honest with you if you do like shevchenko though there's other ways to better of course you better inside the distance possibly uh, at a much lower price or uh fight goes to the scorecards you know she wins by decision as well so there's different ways to better there's a lot of props available out there i would not lay the chalk like i said i think this is going to be a very competitive fight especially Early on, I think the first two or three rounds are going to be ultra competitive. And then as it goes, I can see Shevchenko pulling away a little bit and possibly finishing before he hits the scorecards. But Santos is going to be a tough, tough fight. This is one of the best fights, I think, for Shevchenko in a long time. The uh, main event of uh, three title fights that we are getting this weekend in Singapore is going to be for the light heavyweight, the 205 belt. The ageless wonder, Nick, Glover Teixeira, 42 years old, and the guy's winning six in a row. Usually these guys are fading and, you know, just collecting checks and trying to last as long as they can. But Glover Teixeira coming in, won the heavyweight title from Jan Blachowicz uh, last October, and now he is getting Yuri Prohaska of the Czech Republic. But the uh, challenger, the favorite here, uh, Yuri Prohaska. And look, uh, step up, I think, in class. He's fought very good fighters. He's beaten Dominic Reyes. He's beaten Ozdemir. But... Are you getting more money on Glover, though? Because when you look at the opponents for the Czech fighter, not obviously as extensive as Glover Teixeira's. Yeah, you're absolutely right here. I mean, Glover's definitely the proven commodity, man. I'm so happy that he was able to get that strap. He deserves it. He's been one of those guys that's been chasing it for such a long time, and he's such a well-rounded fighter in his own right, right? He's got great boxing offensively. He's got the takedown ability to the wrestling, and of course, a fantastic jiu-jitsu game to go along with it. So he's a very complete MMA champion, and I love that he's able to accomplish a goal so late in his career at age 42, like we said. So I love Glover, but this is a difficult fight. I mean, Yuri presents a lot of problems for sure. I mean, he's got that unorthodox striking style. He's got that knockout power. And in the past, Glover's kryptonite has been crazy unorthodox striker. So he's going to look to take this fight to the ground. If he's able to get it to the ground, he's going to have a pretty big advantage here. So I think he could be a live dog. I think the betters are going to come in and take that side. We'll see some sharp action biting on the Glover side. There's no doubt about it. We haven't seen it yet, though. It's been staying steady. I opened at minus 210 at Circa, plus 180 on Glover, and it's still minus 210, plus 180, right? But I will expect the line to drop a little bit. Um, and if you're going to bet this fight, I, I would actually take Yuri by knockout, if anything. Again, check me out on UFC on the line, a little shameless plug here, but I did give out some bets, and that's one of the bets I gave out on that show was Yuri by knockout. If you're going to bet him, don't lay the minus 200. Take him around minus 120, minus 125 by KO, because if he gets it done, that's probably how he does so. And Nick, real quick, before we let you go, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but if we're going back to that Shevchenko fight, there's nothing a better loves more than having a, a you know plus 470 ticket in, in their account on somebody they think can, can actually win. Are you saying you think Santos has a legitimate chance at winning this fight? I think out of anybody as of late, this is it. And I've never bet against Shevchenko. I mean, this is kind of going to be the first time that I'm hesitating actually and mm -hmm. thinking that she can actually lose this fight. So, yeah, I do think it's a live dog situation possibly. I mean, we, we've seen it recently with Nunes, right? We put Nunes on this pedestal that, oh, she can't lose. Nobody's going to beat her either. And then Pena steps up and, and does it, right? She was a game fighter. She deserves to win that spot. And, and what a fantastic performance it was from Pena. So we could see something similar in the Santos position here, right? I, I mean, it, we, I wouldn't be shocked if, if we see Shevchenko eventually – off that ladder. Check out Nick's lines over at Circo. Of course, you can see him on UFC Fight Pass as well, and you can find him on the Twitter machine at Fight Odds. He's Nick Kalikas. Thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Thank you, Nick. Still scoreless in New York. About six and a half left in the first period. Coming back, primetime action. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure and visit VSIN.com to check out the current betting splits data. Split bets! Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way. VEASAN's here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game over at VEASAN.com. I'm also not going to falsely say this time that this is your favorite tool over at the website because you said, no, this is actually not it. You not like, like the awards shopper. The awards shopper. Yeah. Yes, is the tool that you like over there. But you check in on the split. Yeah, I check in on this. It's always interesting to see. We saw the 99% of the third quarter money uh, going to the Warriors last night. It's it's always, from an entertainment aspect, it's always good to check it out. Which, as we said, good on y'all who did that. Because, I mean, it it just happened again. I don't get it. Like I don't. I don't get that. I don't get how the Celtics then constantly rebound in the fourth. Mm-hmm. And first quarter, Jalen Brown is the greatest basketball player I've ever seen in my life. That's a that's a statement you're going to stand behind. I'm going to stand by that. Yeah. And by the way, I still have a 301 MVP ticket on him. If anybody wants mm. it. I don't think it's going to get there. Regular season. Yeah. I don't think it's going to get there. I don't think it's going to get there. Did you put that up at PropSwap or somewhere else? (laughs) Kelly, you might have got got a couple of nickels. Under my bad decisions uh, uh, wall at home uh, there for you. It is a good thing that we did NL Cy Young as opposed to AL Cy Young because one of the favorites was certainly going to be Garrett Cole over in the AL, and he has given up six earned already here. Tonight in this one, and maybe a seventh. Just gave up another one, and maybe a seventh. It's gone. So he's now giving up seven earned uh, tonight in this one. So his uh, his odds are going to be changing. There's no doubt. Garrett Cole has now given up five home runs in this game. By the way, 
Trevor Lar- Larnach. Lardock. Mm-hmm. Lardock. I'm sure yeah. I got it right. Byron Buxton's touched him up twice. Carlos Correa got one. Arias got one in the first inning. So, uh, you know, we talked about how the Yankees pitching mm-hmm. staff has been pitching so well, but uh, clearly Garrett Cole might not be the ace of that staff anymore. Yeah, it seems like it. Uh, all right, so let's take a look here at the RBC Canada Open leaderboard. After one round, we have – guys, we have lurkers. Uh, we have guys that we have bet on that that are lurking. Um, we hope that they are, are able to find their way into a win here and an outright would be nice. But uh, Wyndham Clark leads the way. He is seven under. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, who I think all of us have, mm-hmm. uh, is tied. Oh, no, he's got the outright, too, at six under. Doug Gim, Harold Varner tied for third at five under. Mackenzie Hughes, Rory McIlroy, Lee Hodges, Tony Finau are all T5 at four under. But there's still some big names that are all within striking distance. Lowry's at three under. Sam Burns at three under. We're on Keith Mitchell. He's at three under in this one as well. So there's a lot of a lot of golf still to be had here. Justin Thomas still sitting. We know Justin Thomas can go ridiculously low in any given round. So him sitting even at one under, certainly not out of it by any stretch of the imagination. Wes, I thought our, our triple digit Aaron Rye was going to be finding himself right. towards the, the top as well. And that just didn't manifest. He opens up on fire. And then when he gets to the the home stretch, he started on the back. So when he gets to the front, ends with three bogeys on his round. He is still one under. It's not like he's totally dead, but with the guys in front of him, I don't see him. Uh, I don't see him. No, taking these guys. I, I don't either. A couple, by the way, a couple Vegas locals on the leaderboard there: Wyndham Clark, Doug Gim, live right here in Las Vegas. So good rounds. Wyndham Clark just absolutely stupendous numbers. Uh, gained almost four strokes putting today. Two point six on approach. Always gains off the tee mm-hmm. because he is a uh, one of the biggest bombers on the tour. About one and a half shots. Seventeen of eighteen greens. hundred uh, percent on a scrambling. Three of three on the ups and downs. So a great round for. Clark, but you would expect a little bit of regression. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, nice rebound putting, uh, gained almost two strokes. Remember, he lost about seven and a half strokes mm-hmm. at Memorial in the first two rounds, didn't make the cut, but we said the ball striking numbers were really good, and they were today, almost four gained on approach. So uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, who a lot of people obviously are going to like next week because he won at Brookline back in 2013 for the U.S. Amateur. So we've got Fitz up there, Harold Varner, a nice putting day. Boy, you usually don't see Harold Varner mm-hmm. Gained three and a half strokes on the greens because uh, my Ooh. co-host on Long Shots, Brady Cannon, always says, I've never seen Harold Varner make a putt because <laughs> it doesn't seem like he does. Uh, Roy McElroy also very good on the greens today, gained about three and a half strokes. So he is right there, and that's why you see the two Englishmen up at the top of the market, Fitz and Rory. That's going to be the end of the night for Garrett Cole. He doesn't even make it through three innings here for the, uh, for the Yankees. Done after 70 pitches. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Plus 360 to win it all. Rory McElroy, 5 to 1. Harold Varner, 10 to 1. Tony Finau, 11. Lowry, 11. Sam Burns at 12. Justin Thomas and Scotty Scheffler at 14. Wyndham Clark, who is leading the tournament, is at 16 to 1. Doug Gim, 25. Keith Mitchell, 28, as is Mackenzie Hughes. Everyone after that is 50 to 1 or longer. So, fellas, I will uh, I'll tee this up here. Um, we're already on Fitzpatrick. Let's pretend we aren't. We're coming in and we're betting into the second round here for the rest of the tournament because we have no bets. Is there anything that we like on here at all? This is where this this tournament was just interesting in the first place from a betting standpoint when you had so many of those so many of those short shots and then not many got good guys in the middle right and then mm-hmm. so many long mm-hmm. shots. So I think that makes it interesting. Like if you told me you wanted to play like yeah, Matt, if we're playing the game of I didn't I don't have a single bet right. down. Sam Burns probably at 12 to 1, only, you know, four shots off the lead with not that many guys separating him at 12 to 1. That jumps out to me. Um, and then I'm going to go in a complete, uh, complete other uh, wacky direction here and say that uh, Alex Smalley for a long shot play was a guy that actually came in seventh in my model in the in the last twelve rounds as three under par for the day. So fifty five to one at DraftKings. I'm going to guess you could find an even better number than that if you shop around. I might add a piece of that tonight. That's uh, all mm-hmm. right. That's that's interesting for sure. Wes, is, do, do any of these numbers um, look well a little bit juicy to you? 
Well, I'm already on Tony Finau, and by the way, Tony Finau, very good on approach today. I said his game is starting to come together, but we know with Tony Finau, sometimes it could go awry very quickly, but I like the way he is hitting the ball, especially with his irons really gaining, because that could got to be the real hit or miss mm. portion of his game, but 11-1, I don't think I want to add that, and that's why you're getting, I think, such short prices, by the way, on these, because like Kelly said, the middle of the market was very weak this week. Usually, we're thinking we're getting a stronger, like, 50 to 1 in that mm -hmm. range market. Certainly, we had it at Colonial, I believe, a couple weeks ago, and obviously at the Memorial, but not necessarily here. Looking on approach right now, Matt Fitzpatrick second in the field, Tony Finau third in the field, so I like my uh, pre-flops at least. Uh, one pre-flop that I'd like that is a little bit down the board is Killa Keith Mitchell at 28 to 1, who kind Kind of started out okay, and then his round went a little bit sideways yeah. today, and then he got a couple birdies late. So Keith Mitchell, I mentioned, you know, this guy's usually a bomber. Mm -hmm. Gains a lot off the tee more often than not, and this is not one where strokes gained off the tee I don't think are very are, are as important. I think accuracy and good drives gained probably a little bit more important going forward, but he's played well on these little short par 70s. He was tied for seventh, was in contention at Wiley at the Sony Open earlier this year. So if you're looking kind of in the middle, maybe toward the bottom of that first page on the graphic, we have Keith Mitchell, 28 to one. Yeah, I, I did mention at, uh, you guys were on him and he, he was a guy almost bet before we even did the show last night. I did end up adding an outright on him as well. So we got family bets, I think, on him and Fitzpatrick, at least all the way around here. So hopefully he, he does well. One mistake on my part on the show last night, though, Crunchy Pete his caddy, who looks fantastic, he kind of looks like the <laughs> caddy from Happy Gilmore. They have broken up, apparently. They are no longer oh. uh, working together anymore. So uh, that was part of my handicap out the window. Oh man, I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little beaten up about it. Oh, that's no good. Um, it, look, Wyndham Clark, even with him leading, uh, that number for me is too short. If you see on approach. He gained two and a half, over two and a half strokes today on the field, and heading into this tournament over the last over the last thirty six rounds, he was a hundred and sixth yeah. in this field, yeah, out of one hundred and fifty six golfers in approach. And so, again, this isn't he, one of those events you would think he would do well. He does well when you got wide open fairways and you know, like a birdie fest type of thing, where you got to shoot twenty twenty five under to go ahead and win. Those are the type of events you would expect Wyndham Clark to do well in. Not necessarily here, but almost gained four strokes putting as well so i think that could only yeah, progress done. Yeah. kelly i'm with you i think if i had to if i had zero bets burns and thomas are dudes that we know can go six under back-to-back -back rounds we know that they're guys that can go six or seven under you know in back-to-back -back rounds that's the type of game that they have in the bag and so still getting double digits on them with them lurking i think would probably be how i would play it yeah. but I don't love really any. I yeah, I don't either. I would definitely be playing Burns if I didn't have any bets going. Right. Yeah, at the at, at three, and again, he 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 bogeyed his final hole of the day. He was at four under and bogeyed his final hole of the day, so he would have been right there. Final action, uh, final hour here on a Thursday. Coming back. This is it. NBA Finals, everyone know what to do? Me, I'ma keep loving these great offers from DraftKings and this dip. Get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your parlay doesn't hit. DraftKings, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New to VEASAN, the best way. New to VEASAN, the best way. New to VEASAN, the best way. New to VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.